This is Barry Zalma speaking for Claim School Incorporated's newsletter, Zalma's Insurance Fraud Letter for March 1, 2023. This issue, which can be read in full PDF format, spends a great deal of time concerning the McClenney, Mosley, and Associates concerns in the state of Louisiana and Texas about insurance fraud. The McKinney, Mosley, and Associates MMA series of lawsuits, court hearings, and insurance department actions have brought about some very serious problems for the law firm MMA, including court orders, lawsuit dismissals, administrative cease-and-desist orders and litigation, all of which have created a poster child for Zelma's insurance fraud letter. Since MMA has admitted, admitted that it reported a claim to various insurers, including Allied Insurance, that it was presenting claims against Allied and at least 856 claims to Allied and other insurers that it represented the insured when, in truth and fact, it did not represent the insurer's insureds, but rather a company called Apex Roofing, who is not an insured of any of the insurers to whom MMA made claims, demanded appraisal and settled claims, cashed checks and took attorney's fees from people it did not represent. And the insurer is obligated, as a result, to report each claim to the Louisiana Department of Insurance as a suspected insurance fraud effected or attempted. Therefore, it appears, subject to the review of the Louisiana Attorney General and or local prosecutors, MMA violated Louisiana fraud statutes, and each insurer who is a victim of one or more of the minimum of 856 apparently fraudulent claims where MMA represented that it was the attorney of the insurer's insureds, that was a criminal fraudulent act. And I have included in the newsletter the Louisiana statutes to show why I conclude that a criminal act may have occurred. Since the actions of a company called Velocity, which is uh, allegedly an advertising agency for MMA and Apex Roofing, appear to meet the definition of runner, the prosecutors in the state of Louisiana should consider prosecution for those fraudulent activities, since it is a crime in Louisiana to be a runner or a capper or go out and collect clients for an law firm rather than letting the law firm sign up clients on their own. In addition, the federal judges involved in these cases probably should consider reporting MMA velocity 
and Apex Roofing to the U.S. Attorney for Investigation of the Potential Crime of Wire Fraud. There will be more hearings in March of 2023 that will be reported in the March 15, 2023 issue of Zalma's Insurance Fraud Letter. You can read the full article, which goes on for several pages, and the full issue of Zalma's Insurance Fraud Letter at the link in the blog posting. You can also find the link by simply going to the URL zalma.com slash blog, which will give you the blog posting and the various links for the uh, full issue of Zalma's Insurance Fraud Letter for March 1, 2023. There was also an article on the arson for profit defense and what is necessary to prove that defense, an insurer must prove the three elements needed to establish arson, plus proof that the insured violated the misrepresentation, concealment, or fraud condition of the standard fire insurance policy, and or that the act was an intentional act to defraud the insurer. A successful arson for profit depends defense depends on a wide range of evidence including expert testimony, knowledgeable and convincing witnesses, and effective counsel for the insurer. Where any of the evidence as to each element is non-existent, weak, or sufficiently rebutted by the insured's experts and witnesses, the insurer's arson-for-profit defense will likely fail. The full article is available at the link to the full issue of Zalma's insurance fraud letter. Then we have good news from the Coalition Against Insurance Fraud, listing several various types of insurance fraud convictions, leading off with that concerning Anthony Riccardi, a who ran a firm that administered health care claims and stole $18 million of funds intended for paying the claims. Riccardi started by administering third-party health care claims for a car dealership chain in New Canaan, Connecticut. Employee Benefit Solutions created invoices for the car dealership brand, which submitted payments and expected the funds to be paid to health care providers. EBS, the Employee Benefits Solution Company, stole almost $18 million of the $26 million that the dealership paid. Most of this money was transferred into the EBS operating account and used for non-company expenses, mortgages, boats, golf, and luxury cars. Riccardi only paid claims from health care providers he thought were likely to complain or involve the car dealership execs. The scam also included inflated or bogus medical claims, including some by a phony company under Riccardi's name. Unpaid financial obligations began to mount, prompting Riccardi to apply for millions in fraudulent bank loans and cash advances. They were used in part to pay financial obligations to the car dealership brand. To cover up the loan scheme, 
Riccardi forged invoices from a fake company that supposedly sold upgraded billing software to EBS. Riccardi pled federally guilty and faces up to 30 years in prison when sentenced and has also agreed to repay $14.8 million of the funds he stole which means he hasn't spent everything and is continuing to defraud. There are multiple further convictions reported in the full issue of Zalman's insurance fraud letter. Then there's an article on how to add to the professionalism of insurance claims professionals because every insurer, insurance syndicate, insurance brokerage, insurance sales agency, insurer branch office, and vendors to the insurance industry need to develop a library of insurance claims books which are available for, from the insurance claims library at zalma.com. In addition, the uh, newsletter deals with health insurance fraud convictions, including, as an example, the fact that Ronald A. Beasley of Portsmouth, Florida, was the pharmacist in charge of NH Pharma, a pharmacy located in Lake Mary, Florida. Through NH Pharma, Beasley and his co-conspirators build Medicare for expensive compound drug creams that they never actually purchased or dispensed and instead provided Medicare patients an inexpensive compound drug not covered by the Medicare program. Inventory records show that NH Farmer did not buy enough of the expensive prescription drugs to fill all the prescriptions NH Pharma billed to Medicare. In total, Beasley and his co-conspirators received more than $1 million in fraudulent proceeds from Medicare. A federal jury in the Middle District of Florida convicted Beasley, a Virginia man, on February 9, 2023 for his role in a scheme to defraud Medicare. Beasley was convicted of conspiracy to commit health care fraud and three counts of health care fraud and is scheduled to be sentenced on April 25. He faces a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison on each count. A federal district court judge will determine any sentence after considering the U.S. sentencing guidelines and other statutory factors. You can... Read about this conviction and dozens more at the full issue of Zalma's insurance fraud letter. Next is a story, fictionalized from reality, called The Brothers Ben Cohen. The story is a fictionalized true crime story of insurance fraud from my 55 years in insurance that explains why insurance fraud is a heads-I-win-tails-you-lose situation for insurers. This was one of more than 80 stories in my book, Insurance Fraud Costs Everyone, available as a Kindle book and available as a paperback from Amazon.com. Back in 1990, Moshe Ben-Kohen and Menashe Ben-Kohen started a course of conduct that led to their arrest for insurance fraud. 
They failed to appear after posting Bond and R along with their conspirator fugitives. In fact, when a bail bondsman went to Israel to meet with them to get them to come back, he was faced with an Uzi and left with his hide intact and returned to the U.S. and considered the Ben Kohane's bond a total loss. In addition to that story, there is an article on other than health insurance fraud convictions, one of which includes the story of Herbert Allen and Dion Ridley, who pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit mail fraud in violation of Title 18 U.S. Code Section 371. Allen was sentenced to 37 months in prison, followed by three years of supervised release, and Ridley was sentenced to six months in prison, followed by one year of supervised release. The defendants admitted to being in a conspiracy to commit mail fraud in connection with a staged automobile collection. In the scheme, Allen falsely claimed he was the driver of a car that was struck by a tractor-trailer on June 28, 2017. Ridley, a passenger in the car, falsely claimed that Allen was driving the car and they were struck by the tractor-trailer. In fact, the government's evidence showed that the defendants conspired with Damien LeBeau, Roderick Hickman, and others to intentionally collide Allen's 2007 Chevrolet Impala with a tractor-trailer in the area of Chupitula Street and Calipio Street in New Orleans. This story and Many more stories of convictions for other than health insurance fraud can be found at the full Zalma's Insurance Fraud Letter. If you found this video and the blog posting to be of interest, please subscribe so that you will learn of every issue twice a month issued uh, over the internet will be delivered directly to you. You can also subscribe to my blog at zalma.com slash blog, which is available free to anyone who clicks on that URL. And you can subscribe to my videos where there are more than 600 at rumble.com or at youtube.com, all of which are free. If you like what you have read and what you have learned about, consider subscribing to my Locals channel or to my Substack publication. Thank you for your attention.